0: I don't know why you're going to have to do all the technical stuff, because Porte is not one.
1: I've not had my tea yet, so let's make it... Why not make Ooh. it happen? I cooked a lovely um,
0: spag bol sauce from scraps, but we had uh, veggie meatballs, which are actually really nice. Prefer. Nice. Right, oh,
2: we... Tuscan chicken soup. Oh, nice.
0: nice.
2: You make it yourself? No, from Lidl. It's honestly, you should have seen the amount of fucking soup and it. it was ludicrous. It should have served two. I had it all. And two give bread a, rolls give it. a loaf of bread. <laughs> bread. Pushing no, boat two, out like there, crispy man. bread
1: rolls. Like the little bakery is like class. Oh. Living it up, having soup for two. Mm. You are. Soup's
0: like one of the things that like you don't think there's many calories in it. Well, I don't think there is, but you just eat it and eat it and eat it. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it had like potatoes and lentils in though, so I'm guessing it had a fair few calories. It was fucking well nice. There's and one good. in there's one in Aldi called
0: smartphone Lentil Soup. It's absolutely. They got fine. tomato and lentils in it. Yeah, but it's it it's fit. What right, doing, boys? You go for it, lad. What's that? Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Talking Heads and Tails podcast. My name's Brad. This is a podcast of three lads just talking about how their week's been and also some interesting topics were in the news or the sport. Lads, how are we this week? Uh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good, thank you.
2: Uh, yourself? I'm good. Again. Patrick? Patrick?
1: Yeah, not bad, fellas. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm finally out of the um, the shingle, so we're happy with that. Oh, that's that good. Any? Um,
0: are you feeling after? It? Are you all right now? Or any questions uh, from it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, blowing out my ass every time I try and do exercise is definitely not a symptom, of so it? So back, it's to, back to pre back to pre shingles. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely fine. Nothing to report. I guess. <laughs>
0: To be fair, Pat, you're one of the old, one of like three people I have on Strava who still like load on there. And I saw you did. A, I was on it because I did a, I went on a hike yesterday, and I yeah. saw he'd done like a 50k bike ride, which for any anyone's good, but post shingles, part, that's not 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 <laughs> bad doing.
2: Post shingles pack. when you when you weigh
1: 120k. <laughs> it's oh <impressive>. come on, <laughs> come on. We'll take ten kegs off that at least. But at least that's what the vitality nurse me at this morning. Yeah, he's like eating you know, on
0: weekends, just get his weight back down to doing ten.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've not eaten since Thursday night. He <laughs> don't want his uh don't want his health insurance premium to go off.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry, it's- sorry,
2: it's- Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Regglesworth, you've um you've uh, exceeded the 115 kilo weight limit. So you're either going to have to um, starve yourself for the week or <laughs> double, your, uh,
1: double your premium. It's
0: not bad going, really. Did your BMI start
1: with a two? It did start with a two my BMI. Yeah, I was happy with that. She even she uh, measured me smaller than I thought I was as well. So I thought, well, this is going to be close. Um, but yeah, started with a two. Isn't that just a problem for every month? We always
2: think we're. uh, Yeah. Did you get
0: when she brought the scales out? Did you get? Did you do like the um, the weighing trip where you get a towel across and just weigh on multi weight on the towel?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I started to take my clothes off, and she asked me what I was doing. I thought, let's let's just get on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you put some? uh, Did Did you have a pair of like Beats headphones around your deck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah no, um, well, it's
2: the only way to get weighed in, isn't
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I sort of did have a point where I thought, oh, jeans, jeans are a heavy, a heavy clothing item. I shouldn't have worn them. Um, but yeah. The discrepancy wasn't too large to the uh, to the weight that I filled out on my form. So I played
0: Sweet say... Caroline before you stepped on the scales.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on yeah. then, what would be what would your weigh in song be? <laughs> my weigh in song.
0: Or yeah. walking in
1: song. No, weigh in. you way yeah, your weigh in song. Um,
0: I don't know. I always thought, to be fair, a um do you know that Bamba what's he called? The um indigenous lad from Who Fights in the UFC? Oh, the Bomb Bam. Yeah, the guy the shoe who does it. the shoes. I'd probably go down his route. He came out to Barbie girl to his in his last uh UFC fight. And everyone was bouncing with it, so that's probably something that go down that route something absolutely ridiculous so your opponent's just going what the fuck is happening yeah but he's a bit like a
2: cult hero so he can get away with it can't he he's
0: yeah he's a bit like yeah.
2: known just for being a bit a bit mental I don't
0: know if he's 110 kilogram left himself and be able to get away with
2: it why you, do you know <laughs> from himself that he's 110 kilograms?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah took you off
2: there to be fair That's what, what would yours uh... be Jed? I don't know because um, because my uh, my nickname would be uh, well for me I've I've thought of it as a darts walk on I've thought this before because uh, as we, we might gloss over later uh, darts is probably the sport I'd go into over boxing and um, because of my body shape in that one picture that was taken in the showers at uni uh, I would be called
1: Jed the Seal Maudsley nice so um, you've I'm just made three uni. You have just made three years at uni sound really weird, Jed. Yeah. That's fine. yeah. We'll just skip on from that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my song would be uh, Dancing on the Ceiling. Ooh, oh, nice. Shout
0: nice. out. That's good fun, just, I think like it'd, it. it'd
2: properly get, it'd get them
0: going as well. Like the crowd would re- really, really get go for it. it. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be reeling until you start doing thirty-five dart legs, and they go right.
2: As long as I can smoke a dart whilst playing darts, <laughs>
0: There's
3: <laughs> a one o'clock I'm in the morning. Stalled.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jed, we've got a concert here in June. <laughs> oh,
0: well, no, let's get on to some of the topics um, for this week. Often, so, yeah. I think oh, uh, a weeks ago. So oh yeah. How's your week been, Brad? Uh, to report. Not really, went on a pull up the first hike of the year yesterday, got told it'd be about three hours, ended up being five and a half, so that was a shock to the system. Yeah, but...
2: so I have got a, a bone to with you there, we were, this is, we are recording this Monday night, uh, we were originally supposed to be recording Sunday afternoon, uh, and then Brad just sent us a picture at about two o'clock in the afternoon, on top of a hill, random <laughs> random way, it was like, oh, I don't think I'll be able to record today, boys, or right. Yeah. Fucking hell, cheers Brod, I've not no, cancelled, I've not uh, stayed in all day for nothing.
0: I think the main issue there was, we couldn't actually see shit either, so my mum was like, oh, what did it look like, Like being on top of the mountain, I think the peak was like, managing 98 metres in the air or whatever, and um, I went, mum, put your glasses on, just breathe into them for 30 seconds, then put it on, <laughs> and that is what it looks like.
1: What Honestly, did, have you seen?
0: You um, couldn't, you couldn't see him further than like 20 meters ahead of
1: you. Have you seen 14 peaks yet, Brad or Jad? Yeah, no. I've
0: yeah, I've read his book like, Nim's Purge.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, how how much does it put into perspective climbing a thousand meter hill and the fact that he did 14, 8,000 plus hills in the space of seven months, eight months?
3: What's
2: the difference between a hill and a mountain?
1: Oh, right, right. okay, yeah, what's the yeah. Uh, what's the cutoff? Uh, I don't know. There must. I think there must be a height. A height. You know, because I'm pretty sure the 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 Lake District are they all considered hills? Still, I don't know. Oh, I, don't to, know. I, I think I'm completing talking complete shit here. But are they only considered um,
0: mountains if you called Mount
1: X or Mount Y? No, but I think Mount K2. Only
2: called Mount X or Mount Y if you class them mountain. I don't, I don't
1: think don't think. way around. Just, you've just thrown every single mountain in Scotland out of scope there, haven't you? Mountain you have had. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. but, but, but no, to be fair, we, we, a lot of it was scrambling when we were getting to the peak and it was, it was quite quite rough, to be fair. And you were looking down going, you go on a hike and you think it's quite innocent, but I couldn't even fathom Doing a quarter of what Mims Burgess did, I think a thousand is probably. Yeah, you've put enough work out there. How long did he do these fourteen peaks in? Seven
2: like eight months. Yeah, seven eight months. Oh, so not that impressive then.
1: But that's with like. But that's th- one thing that I, one thing that I found absolutely mad about is is he'd like. Come down and you'd go into Kathmandu and just have a, like you just have a party for three weeks and like see his mum and see his uncles and stuff. And they'd be like, Oh, let's go and pick off another one of them mountains. He did K two. He did K two, hanging out with ass.
0: Yeah, like pissed on no, the night before. He went, oh, I we'll all I go. It's
1: crazy, but, honestly, mental. One thing that's crack is like, there's a point on the like in the film, not to ruin it for everyone, like, but he he's like climbing up this like what looks like a sheet of ice and like he looks up and it's like near vertical and then he's like yeah 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 so like tomorrow we're going to go up there and like he points his camera and it's like it's it's almost falling back on him, it's it's ridiculous like it's the most ridiculous film I've ever watched, like one of those like docu-films I want yeah. a for that no. um, just it's, a it, it, oh, yeah. it's just a different breed Logistically it's just like how have
2: even
0: got the stuff up there
2: Honestly, the logistics, Brad, is the last thing I think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine booking One all them flights in to the 14 different places. <laughs> <laughs> How would you do it? Would You You wouldn't be in charge of it yourself. Joe, hey, this is, this
0: Joe is the Joe mental thing.
1: Else. Oh, no, he had like a massive team.
0: How he financed it. He remobiles his house to finance it. Did he? He yeah, must have yeah. got
1: a sweet package from Netflix to make it felt like to buy the footage off him.
0: Yeah. Because I've listened to a podcast with him, uh, the high performance one, and he did not flog the Netflix show podcast. Out. Not the Netflix show one. So I was quite surprised seeing it.
1: Obviously, he flogged his book so he's probably getting more palm for the book, innit? They were saying yeah. though, because he went to this like high altitude training center, um, and the guy was like, I've never seen an athlete like, with an affinity for taking oxygen on at, like, high altitude. Like, I've never seen anything like it compared to you. He was like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Where's he from? He's a Gurkha. So, it's oh, Nepal. From Nepal. Yeah. They are a different breed, though, aren't they? They
0: are a different breed, yeah. And he was in the um, SBS, so special services.
1: Yeah, first He's ever a... Gurkha to get, get uh... selected for the, the SBS. Mad. How's your week been,
2: Jeff? Uh, yeah, mate. Week's been uh, week's been pretty sound. Uh, not much to report really. Played uh, played rugby on Saturday. Uh, won, which was which was good. But first first appearance for Dinsbury Tokic, first team, and then nice. um, first first pass I got dropped. Yeah. Uh, second pass I got dropped. So straight in the fines book after the game. Nice. Dropping first two balls you get on debut. I was like brilliant. What does the fines fine book entail? Uh, just fines. Like I, I genuinely don't know. I, I mean, by the sounds of things, they just fucking make it up.
1: Oh, right. When I uh,
2: went away with England Universities, I was fine master. And um, I just made you it up. You also made up. like, you have to have your shirt and tie after the game and you can't be late and stuff like that. Like, that'll get you into the fines book. But I don't think there's a hard and fast rule if you drop your first two passes on debut.
1: Is it going to be um, like a kangaroo court at the end of the season or something?
2: Yeah, I think I think we do court like every social and stuff, and we're going on. There's like an end of season tour to so Galway, I think, or Galway. We're going. Sure.
3: <laughs> All
1: right.
2: Do you play well, out there? Nah, no, nah, I don't. I was going to say you okay. get <laughs> I think It's just uh, you go out there, and get pissed for four days. So uh, I've not like asked too much into it, but hopefully going to do that. Uh, but work's just been. Uh, busy so one thing that i did want to want to ask you so to keep morale up in the office is sending around like games uh like once a week just to get everyone through the week on a wednesday and last week it was um was charades so like people like videoed a charade and you filled in a google form and said and um said what you thought it was and there's this lad who's on secondment from pakistan uh, sat with us and he was like he didn't have a clue what charades was or like how we knew, and we explained it to him and how we knew it and he was like how have you learned all this I was like honestly I could not fucking tell you like charades is just one of those things that it's like speaking you don't know how you do it but you just pick it up everyone knows know that the everyone knows <laughs> that sounds like when you put your finger to your ear. But yeah and then and then I was also thinking about it a bit more like I've not done charades in years. Is it a dying art? Do we need to bring it back? Should,
1: should the think I...
2: be our first public service job to bring think back the, charades?
0: Our, our issue is, is we go more along the lines of drinking games now, don't we? You don't normally, I don't know, this used to be a thing, we well, don't go around to your friend's house and go, oh, we'll play a game of charades, dear. You? Well, you I think it's
1: more of a family thing, though, isn't it? Like at Christmas, we played it. But it was because it was just by chance, to be honest. It wasn't like a... It's not like a tradition. Yeah, I just... Um, I just think it's it's a medium of socialising that's underutilized. Yeah. It's, It's an underrated forced fun activity. It's
0: definitely a topic yeah. of conversation, Ted. I'm not going to
1: pass you that. I think it's so what, what trades did you have to do then, Jed?
2: Uh Oh, I didn't do any. They just sent uh, sent a few videos around. I think one was one was a film that I'd never heard of. The Big Short? Oh, no. Yeah. No, one of them was The Wolf of Wall Street. And honestly, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to dob him in. I'm not going to call him by name as if he'd ever probably listened to this. Uh, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. And it was the worst impression of a wolf of us ever, I've ever seen in my life. I thought it was doing Scared. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just went put his hands up like claws and that was it uh, but apart from that um, yeah not a lot watch Stay Close on Netflix first five episodes I've watched
1: oh have you you uh, got
2: through it yeah first five episodes me and Ben watched the first five together and then uh, I was out on Saturday night and he texted me being like oh watch the rest
0: of Stay Close about you I was like fucking hell oh, that's man. sneaky
1: Surely that breaches some sort of roommate agreement.
0: Yeah, some yeah. flat agreement there. You should have to set some sort of rules there and fine system there. Kangaroo court, just me and him. <laughs> With you, Ben. You get someone in- independently to run
2: it. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, I do love a kangaroo court. Where do you think the name comes What What have kangaroos done to earn the name on the kangaroo
1: court? Do but I like- think it's something... To- I don't know. Again, we're just speculating here, but do you not think it's something to do with um, like convicts going out to Australia and then like committing more crime once they got there? And I don't know. <laughs> Could be. I kind of it's want it to a, be.
2: It's not a hill I'm dying on, Pat, but yeah, I do agree. Just
0: a, all of them out there. Come on, you've done something <laughs> bad. Kangaroo, some get it. Its origins is from the courts of Austra- Australia's penal colonies. Which helps in, in
1: wombat, no way whatsoever. As if I've got that right. That's brilliant. Yeah.
0: There's also, if you go Wikipedia, it's, I think it's a photo of Hitler behind a Nazi flag underneath a photo of Kangaroo court.
1: An, an unofficial court held by a group of people in order to try someone regarded, especially without good evidence, as guilty of a crime or misdemeanor. So basically it's saying, like a, a rigged court, Basically what you do when you're a rugby tour. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never um I've never seen a kangaroo court where
2: there's sufficient evidence. No, in fact I've seen one and it was when Charlie uh, yeah, put, when Johnny evidence. put Charlie.
1: Yeah, and a black eye, that was good enough. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and about four
2: eyewitnesses.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget coming out coming out of my room and just seeing Charlie going, Your Be best mate's just hit me. And like crying and moping around for like forty-five minutes.
0: They are holidays to forget sometimes and holidays to remember.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Made the both, made both the best and worst memories whilst I was on soul. Yeah. And, and Pat, your week? Weak- than-
1: yeah, my week's steady, mate. Um, yeah, sort of second to last week at, at my current job. So, sort of, like, I'd say sufficiently checked out at this point. Oh, so, uh, up on a scale of 1 to 10 how checked out
2: are being... well,
1: you 10 I'll I'll tell you how checked out I am um, and you can place me on the scale I'm so checked out that today the chair which my current employer has very kindly given me in the pandemic and um, was squeaking a little bit so I got my electric screwdriver out and completely dismantled it and then rebuilt it again just to make sure that all the fittings were tight enough
0: did you rebuild really it from scratch
1: gone. or did you still have the manual? Oh, no, like, I just remembered how I dismantled it and just did it, like, in stages. So, yeah, like, no squeaking, or oh, everything's nice and firm again. So, yeah, that's how I checked out I am. That was a good... I reckon that was a good hour of today.
2: Yeah, but... It's just I don't think you can put an importance on workplace ergonomics working yeah, from agreed. all the office. So, agreed. I mean, I work for the same employer you are about to leave. And they do yeah. put a lot of a lot of emphasis on care and health and safety and well being. And if they deny you that opportunity to take your chair apart, then they're not doing what they say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Exactly.
2: Anything else to report, Patrick?
1: Not really, mate. Just um Yeah, just getting on with it. Uh, Annoying Brad with incredibly noddy questions about buying a house, which he's very patiently answering.
0: ignore
1: it. Yeah, that's
0: about it. I've also got something from my week, actually, which I did mention in the group chat, but left it till this fine hour. I had a bleep test on Tuesday. Now, that is something that should be a dying out. Best I had. <laughs> Not done one since I'm probably like 13, because probably year, from year nine onwards, I was doing a 10-year school. So, yeah, first one in a while. Obviously, we didn't do one at university, did we? So, play for rugby. Uh-huh. So, yeah, showed up, ran a bit, stopped, waited a bit for everyone else to finish.
1: How did you get on, Brad?
0: I uh, to level nine. Were you the first out? No.
2: That's good then. Yeah, that's a moral win, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I am. It is obviously open age rugby league. So the standards not. The standard just varied, doesn't it? Mm. But the, the, they're doing it. So we did a one mile run first training session, then bleak test second session. It's going to test in six weeks. So moral victory could be just going really bad the first. Around six weeks' time, you could be a freak of nature in how much, how much your cardiovascular has improved. But you've not played in a while, so... No, not run in a while, either.
1: <laughs> not nah,
2: here. Yeah. That's for losers.
1: On, uh, on the, um, the bleep test thing, you reminded me of uh, <laughs> a, f- a friend of mine w- wanted to become an army dentist. So um, she was like, oh, yeah, like, this is unreal. And they were like, yes, yeah, so you've got to come to, like, a training camp um, for, like, other army dentists that want to join the army. And she was like, oh, like, you know, like, obviously, it's just part of the process sort of thing. And they were like, yeah, so, like, there's a bit of fitness just to make sure that you, like, can, can do, like, you know, can run and, like, you know, you're sort of generally able-bodied and stuff. And when she got there, um, they took all her stuff off her and gave her a number and refer to her as her number for the next three days. And then like expected her to get like a daft score, something like 11 in, um in a bleep test and then like do stuff like, uh, I don't know what you call them, but like be able to pull herself up like a muscle up, but then poke her legs through a hole in the wall and then like drop through it and stuff. Like after two days, she's like, oh, I've had enough of this. I just want well, to get I'm down. Yeah. Like mad, <laughs> like, mad amount of stuff. Uh, Never forget something like that. Just in case you needed to
2: uh, run through the streets of Paris, jump over a Fiat 500 <laughs> and through a uh, gap yeah. in the wall.
0: Just in case, case 15 ninjas are chasing you in the middle of a street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You <got, laughs> need to get away from them as quick as possible. Air after
1: and you've got an skills. emergency fill-in to do. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's bad that, like, um, referring to people as a number. It's like, something, it's like stuff like they did in like, the concentration camps. Yeah, no wonder yeah, they yeah, the answer about that at times. Yeah. I mean it's not, no, it's whilst speaking about the concentration camps, I was watching uh, World War II <laughs> in colour uh, the Brilliant. other day. Great and book. I came across something which was one of the greatest samples of uh, yeah, great. I do agree, shout out. If you if you hung over and want something to watch, World War Two in Colour on Netflix is oh. the absolute greatest thing to watch.
1: Yeah, any series, uh, possibly the best, the best documentary on Netflix, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, let's we'll yeah. try that. It's exactly what it says in the tin. On the tin as well. It's World, <laughs> it's World, World War II. It's World War Two in colour. <laughs> <In color. laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, the greatest Walpole of history. I think uh, the British bombed uh, a city in um, Southeast Germany. And uh, the Germans released that 200,000 civilians had died, and then everyone was starting turning on like the British press and like the Americans and the British were turning on each other, like saying like, "Oh, this is like morally un- wrong, morally wrong, and stuff." But really, like 20,000 civilians had died, which yeah is bad. But propaganda from from the Germans there, yeah, it's it mad. Properly, like after that, Churchill just like stopped doing uh, area bombing and stuff because of the backlash.
1: I mean, like uh, the, the period between nineteen sort of forty and nineteen forty-five, was the competition for warpole of the year would have been pretty high. Like, like I'm pretty sure the Americans and the British had a fleet of infantry that were all entirely inflatable, and they'd just yeah. drag them around. And like German planes would be like, "Oh, there's you know a tank division over there," and it wouldn't be. They'd just be inflatable tanks. Yeah, they also
2: did um, at D-Day. They also uh, sent out fake dummy like parachuters, and then all yeah. the German tank divisions would go over to these fields
0: just to find out loads of mannequins with parachutes tied to them. Man. Yeah, the UK, we used to do something with like obviously like the fields in so instead of bombing like, towns, we just put loads of lights in the fields just so sort of thinking that was a town. But obviously it is a massive field just to waste of artillery. The... Is that what
2: the World Wars were? Were they
0: just? <laughs>
1: <laughs> War yeah, it could be. It could be. Would have been mad living living in like. Imagine living in like wherever you live now during like the blackout. It must have been just so weird. I mean,
2: yeah, it'd be hard for me living in the centre of Manchester.
1: You'd be walking <laughs> into stuff
2: in a Yeah. Good thing the trams are fucking yellow. What are you knocked down by one of them?
1: Right. Enough World War One concentration camp chat. Yeah, we're moving on to sports, boys. Yeah, yeah. let's go. So oh. first. Uh,
0: first, I think we should touch on Everton. Uh, Maybe I wanna
2: know first. Sorry, I just I've seen I've seen your notes, Brad. I wanna know what you bought from Decathlon. Oh
0: that's it, what
2: I want to know first. It's genuine <laughs> it's genuinely like chat.
0: Narnia. You walk in there and you think you could walk you think you could turn into Persia overnight. It's <laughs> unreal. Well I say it's unreal until you bring pants back and they come and they're just like three sizes too small. But oh, you go in and literally, it covers all sorts of like hiking, skiing, even horse riding, gym stuff. It's class. But it's all like dead cheap. So like you, you can get like a, a quality fleece for like 10, 15 quid. So that's why I went walking. So me and uh, me and El just went, went there to buy loads of like walking gear for Sunday. And it was classic. You just, it's like places you keep going back, keep going back, and keep buying more and more. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. class. From what I remember, I've not been for a while, but I used to go to the big one in Stockport. It's the only place I know where you can buy one of them German chocolate bars and a Taekwondo outfit.
1: Unreal. All the essentials. Yeah.
2: It's, uh, it's,
1: it's
0: definitely just full of all like the proper like, niche sports. Where you go, no one's coming in buying that. But obviously, the
1: people are to keep stocking it. Did yeah, uh, no. did the Catherlon used to be JJB? No, no, was, um, DW. All oh, right. I think yeah, the did use your a different name. It. I'm not sure though. Ten events. Is it? So, 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 Brad, you bought um, you bought trousers that are three thousand is too small although that's sort of part of the course for you anyway um <laughs> well the, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. the issue was so i came back tried it on i was in a rush at this part so it's on saturday when it just before I was going to the game and um so i tried them on at all oh, shit they're too small i was got to go after the game to sort of like swap them pissing yeah. stuff. I went, oh i will be fine. I've got some from like last year because I go through phase like last year I went and bought silly amounts of like walking stuff to go loads of walks and then went on like two. I was like a lockdown craze wasn't it? So oh I've got them. And they fit they were like baggy last year. Went to go put them on. They weren't even fit. I was like Jesus wept <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no wiggle room. So I just went for the
1: old classic shorts
0: and tights. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a trick. It was, was an truck. interesting
1: look, Brad. I'll, I'll admit it.
0: Yeah. Well, loose free. Do you know time. what you could have quite, and tights.
1: You could have quite easily been uh, BBC Look North, man found on side of Great Gable <laughs> in shorts and tights. <laughs> <laughs> Unprepared walker climbs second biggest mountain in Lake District. In shorts and tights. I was
0: the only going to go shorts,
1: like no tights.
0: And they were like they were quite not short shorts, well not well, no shorts warm, are they? So I was the only. To you were go, leaving
1: not. nothing to the imagination in them shorts, Brad. Oh,
0: absolutely no. So um,
2: this this reminds me of when I went to Italy and went to Lake Como, and uh, obviously it's a big walking place. But we were just there as a bit of a chill, and uh, we went down to the side of the lake. It was quite sunny in the morning. And as the day came on, uh, you could just see from the other side of the the lake just a big rain cloud move across. So then it started absolutely chucking it down. We walked back to the place we were staying. I was in a vest and some shorts, absolutely pissing it down. And like I walked past a big group of people all in massive hiking gear with all loads of uh, all full waterproofs, like done up they all look like Yoda like put on <laughs> put up, big rucksacks and I was there in a whole FC vest and shorts. <laughs> I thought fucking hell I look out of place
0: it's hard to judge though well I love from it's hard to judge what to wear because at some point she boiled until she'd be walking and you stop for a second and you just go freezing all of a sudden Yeah, and then you go up you get warm and just hot cold hot cold hot cold it would be nice to be doing get a few done in the summer when it's nicer and not cloudy and just get to see some view.
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I'm more than up for it. We should uh, should record a podcast
0: post walk. Post walk? Yeah. Not, <laughs> not not straight up. So need, need not to get some sort of, yeah. No. <laughs> not during walk, no. Do a two minute stint at the peak. Yeah, definitely. All right,
2: Everton. Go Big on, news that. As, a, as, as an Everton fan, what do you
0: think? Oh, it's good news, isn't it? Really, can't definitely can't complain. I, but I say this: what I can complain about is that we're now going in for Roberto Martinez, which is horrifying to say yeah, the yeah, least. Not good news. No, it's not. We, Who's he at the minute? Belgium. Who's he managing in know. Belgium? Um. No, the Belgium national team. Oh right, yeah. So and he's not won anything with them, I don't, unless he's won that Euro Nations thing.
1: Yeah, that's not a real competition, though, is it?
0: No. So unless right. he's won that, but with the squad he's got, well, the squad Belgium, have, they should, should be doing better. Than, but, yeah, hundred percent. But I mean, yeah, he's like Rafa's
1: come out and said, um, like he didn't. He didn't like fully weigh up the task in hand, and basically, like it was harder than he thought it was going to be. See, I just find just like that really hard five... to believe.
0: Yeah, it's not watching like the last five years or seeing the purchases that brands and machine have been making. It's been absolutely ridiculous. We spent forty million on Alex Ovechkin.
1: Yeah, that is mad.
0: <sighs> it's just, it, I don't know. It's a bit of a sorry state. I think I was listening to Talk Sport, and they were saying now they could. I'd have to have that big bump till the end of the season and then maybe Rooney because he's doing a good job at Derby or even try and prize Moyes away from West Ham. That's what they're saying on TalkSport as in that yeah, new stadium.
1: Yeah, after the season, after the couple of seasons they've had, they're not going to... Surely Moyes isn't going to be interested in Everton.
0: Uh, I don't know. He loved it when he was there, wasn't he?
1: I think yeah, Matt doesn't start back if he gets...
0: Yeah, we'll see. But I hope we don't get Martin. Well, there's no smoke about fire, especially in football. Everyone knows what's already happening before it even
1: happens. So be interesting but, to see um what, what what they say about Rooney, like. We see the job he's doing at Derby. Yeah, not if indeed, it wasn't for the point
2: deduction, they'd be in like the playoffs, wouldn't they? Oh, there, and there. at around. least at least top ten,
0: but he's literally got no budget. <laughs> Transfer embargoes. They sold the players to Wigan the other day for thirty grand. Now in football terms, that's like anyway, he started one in (laughs) Pat.
2: Pat's monthly wage. Imagine if Pat went back to Georgia and said, We're not buying the house, I'm spending the deposit (laughs) on a a left winger from uh, from
3: From
2: back from Derby. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I can do what I want. <laughs> Gardening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to just ride my bike around like a tuk tuk.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we, we will see. We will see. Do you think that... I mean... Do you not think it's a bit of a... Like, I suppose one thing that Rafa could have been able to do, potentially, is keep you up. Like, do you think the disru- there's a bit of disruption here with... Do you not think there's a bit of danger going down? I say that as a Newcastle fan, but... We've like, just
0: got beat by Norwich, who hadn't, for us, scored a goal in
1: six games. And we'll let yeah, him see in
0: 20 minutes.
1: But you're in, like, a defensible position now. Do you not think, like, the disruption caused by trying to find a new manager he, at no. this point in the season? He was the disruption. You can tell,
0: like, Luka, that Luka going was probably for a lot of every sport. If, oh, the Luca Dini situation would the icing on the top of the cake for a lot of Everton fans in that he's it, literally our best player and he's pretty much got told, don't go past the halfway line in a game. So, no, nah, I think... It's the right, right play,
3: it?
0: Yeah, it's rough for him though, isn't it? Because Wright like, was on the wall before he even sets foot
1: at, into Everton because he's a Liverpool-like legend, really, isn't it? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is it a bit of a wool pull? Is he is he so is he a red so much through and through that he's gone to Everton and sabotaged it for the last seven months? Agent Rafa. Agent Rafa. That's why I like you know, when Liverpool fans on TalkSport are a phone and then being like, I haven't got a problem with it, it should be fine. Like yeah, yeah, they they all, we all respect Rafa. They, they, they all, all got really a news they knew.
0: <laughs> you got a newsletter in three season yeah. going, lads. Don't worry about Rafa Benitez going to going to Everton. We've got this covered. There yeah. were whispers all down Anfield Road. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Imagine.
2: Yeah, I mean, speaking as somebody who um, Rafa did bring a lot of joy to on that famous night in Istanbul in 2005, um, I mean, I don't like seeing him fail. I mean, you, both of you know I'm not that asked about football. My opinions are only... Are only to show face, um, but yeah, I just, I just never thought he'd be able to um, be successful both sides of both sides of Stanley Park. No, uh, and that was
0: absolutely going off zero knowledge, just vibe, <laughs> just vibe. I think you're not the only one there, though, Jeff. I Think probably out of a million Everton fans, I think 999 thousand would probably have the same opinion. It's probably like that one. Like what's that point one percent of people going actually
1: we might see him see success with this guy. Are you not you're not that one. You love an underdog don't you Brad? You're backing him
0: <sighs> no not like that. No it's, your, no it's your own club.
2: Yeah if it was going back to Newcastle Brad would
0: back him. Yeah yeah yeah. To be fair no. you, I'm surprised before you, you didn't try and poach him when uh, before you got Eddie Howe.
1: He he got, looked, I think he did. I think he came have. out and said he had no interest in doing it. Or he he had fans and... have this weird obsession with Rafa Benitez. Like, weird.
0: Steve Bruce's results were nearly as good as his.
1: Yeah, like, he, he wasn't... I must admit, like, people... I think he was just a big manager. Like, he's he's a big manager with a big reputation of, like, not being a relegation battle manager essentially. But like I was at the game a couple of weeks ago. Uh well quite a while ago, but we were at the Was, and I went to the Norwich game and watched that. And um Shout out was Shout out was our mate who looks he is the spit of Mike Wazowski. Um but yeah. Uh our mate was uh, we went along to the game and the lads behind us, some old fellas, like they were sort of passing around at the back a little bit and um sort of they weren't looking to advance across the halfway line very much, or, or sort of take take the game to to Norwich, who are bottom of the league at this point. Like you know, like just needed to put a bit of pressure on them. And the lads behind us were like, ah, oh, it's like Rafa Benitez football again. And one of them just got up and left. Like after we like um, after the red card, and like when they went when they went sort of when we went to sort of defend man one of them just got up and left. He was like, it's like watching a, a team managed by Rafa Benitez and just left. So, I don't think all Newcastle fans love love Rafa.
2: No, I mean, speaking as, obviously, we all went to Newcastle Union. Pat, you're, you're still up there. There are there are a hard bunch to please, the Newcastle fans. You yeah. are quite a um, liberal Newcastle fan, Pat, but some of them are uh, very very hard like there was nothing worse than getting in a blue line cab after Newcastle oh. had lost.
3: do <laughs> yeah, the hard work
0: like Mike this... Ashley like back in the day. I love them. I love people in Newcastle but they feel not belong in the Champions League and they've not even been anywhere for the last like
1: 10-15
0: years. It's absolutely
1: crazy. Yeah, but, and I think that's I think that's fair, Brad. Like I think they are hard work, but I think they're still a, like, I mean, obviously I'm gonna say this, but like, they're still like a big club, you know? Like, yeah, you're one like, town club, though, aren't you? You're a big city, it's a big
0: city up there, and you're the only team, and the closest team is Sunderland, but obviously you've got a big rivalry. You are like the stadium's slap bang in the middle centre of the city, it should be a big club.
1: Yeah, well, but no, but like it's a big FC, club in
0: terms of. They'll be in the same league soon, won't
1: they? If Newcastle carry yeah. on this way. Yeah, Exactly, <laughs> but I mean, like, like in terms of stature as a club, though, like. I think they're they like they've got like a long, fairly proud history. Like like the problem is the lads who are driving those cabs were seeing we're seeing Newcastle play in the Champions League and beat Barcelona like within like twenty years ago, sort of thing. Like that's why they're all well not twenty years, like twenty-five years now. But like that's why, you know, we had people like Ginola playing, like Ginola, Shearer. It was ridiculous. Good was list. Good, good, list. good <laughs> list. yeah. Um, John Jones.
0: He is Nobby Solano. <laughs>
1: no, nah, nah, he was like... Titus 80, Bramble. Thousands. Titus Bramble. Kieran Dyer. Steve Taylor. Karen Dyer v.
0: Lee Bowyer. That could be a centre-boxing yeah, yeah. match
1: for the ages. Yeah, that would be good. That would be a good fight, that. Um, Kieran
0: Dyer was on... Um, Joey no, SCSU Desmond's won it. He's meant to have a good showing. I've never watched
1: it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to clubs in the North East. Um, what do we think of Borough getting charged 43 quid a ticket to go and watch them against United at Old Trafford? To be like,
2: as if I was a Borough fan, I think going to Old Trafford, and I mean, they're going to beat United because United, of how United are playing. I think it's cheap. I think that experience of going watching Middlesbrough beat United at United. United like, they, they're not stupid United. They've obviously been a successful club for a while. They've gone, well, what are we going to charge these Berra fans to come and watch Middlesbrough beat United? And they, 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 they know that they're going to pay it. They know the punters are going to pay that price. So I think it's a smart move. I think it's cheap.
0: Uh, I think the only problem that I've got is in the Premier League, it's actual brilliance where you can't charge it an away ticket more than thirty-five quid a game. So they've obviously just, they've obviously done what Jed's part and gone. This could be our last FA Cup game. That eight quid ticket difference compared to the Premier League games get five thousand in there. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, what does it pay? A tenth of Ronaldo's weekly wage.
1: Probably be getting shot of that soon because he's past it, isn't he?
0: Oh
2: well, we've just lost a lot of listeners. We've we've just lost <laughs> we've just lost one of our two listeners there. Uh
0: <laughs> no but I think genuinely on, on the on the ticket price I think it's 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 just like the way football's going In it, it's, it's, you can't I think obviously we've, Middles, of fans, anyway, have every right to sort of argue the case sort of thing, because but tickets turned into, what, a 200-300 quid day.
1: Yeah, it's just not in the spirit of it, I think. Like, no, not exactly well, I, think,
0: I think what's probably worse worse about, like, the FA Cup and what's happened is, like, the t- the games that are on the TV aren't the, the games that you really want to be seeing. You want to be seeing, like, Premier League teams that, so, like, when Kidman's to play West Ham, Touch what that is on TV. That's that's the game that should be on TV. I last time they had what was it, Villa V United? Uh, they had no. um uh oh, is it Marine versus um
1: well oh, that was last season, wasn't it? Yeah, Spurs. Marine versus City, wasn't it? Oh Spurs, yeah, yeah Spurs. Well, I, think, I think
0: this season I don't, I don't think they had many like big like they had Everton be hulk, which is just yeah. no, no one, even Everton fans did want to watch that. I think Cambridge luton would be good twelve on the TV. Yeah, that's what it should be until you get to like your round sixteen, your quarters. Just sit with the guys that are on a cup run. Kidderminster Kidderminster Cup run is absolutely
1: outrageous. Yeah, like Swindon versus City was on the TV a couple of weeks ago. But that oh, was Yeah, that... and
0: City just played a
2: class team and just absolutely. <laughs> yeah, on Friday on the Friday night.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. because City ran out to Swindon fans chanting, who are you? (laughs) Which I thought was brilliant.
0: (laughs) I mean, that... that, Go on, That was a peck Barrio the world full in that he just simply went, I've got too many COVID cases here not to play my best team. He's gone, I'm going to complain about COVID cases all week. Turn up to Swindon, you're going to be expecting the kids. (laughs) <laughs> Here you are, Mahrez, Sterling, De Bruyne, Gundogan, ridiculous. They are a ridiculous team at the minute too, City. I was at the game on Saturday and out just out of this world in comparison to even, what, Chelsea's third place in the Premier League. Just so far ahead,
1: so, so far. It's impressive. Plus, on a bad side to watch at the moment as well. No. Absolutely
2: not. No, yeah, they're, um, I mean, what, they won the Champions League last year. Yeah, favorites exactly. Up there with favourites to do it again this year. Obviously, uh, City won't win it. Uh, as a, Did we go through that last week? Oh, City are just allergic to winning the Champions League. Oh, they are. A bit like wire in the Super League. And I kind of love it. They've only been about yeah. for seven years, are not they? So... <laughs> Uh, there'll be some uh, there's some monks that I know that uh, will disagree with that. Who were oh, singing yeah. on the terraces of the Main Road whilst yeah, they're
0: in the we were there. We were in League Two. So we're the invisible man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then now we've just lost our other list. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: nah.
2: So obviously uh, sticking to football, transfer windows currently open. Uh, Coutinho going back to Villa. So, I've got two points on this. Obviously, he set up and scored against United to bring Villa back. Uh, I was sat with a bunch of United <laughs> and I, said, I said, he's still a Liverpool lad at heart. He still <laughs> wants to screw over United.
3: <laughs>
0: but, but then, I, go on, Brad. I think that just sums up instant impact, really, doesn't it? Just, yeah. He's just going to be class there, isn't he? He's just going to be like that. You're like, Because like, we're a rugby league, lads. You have, like... A lot of like two league teams where you've got probably twelve decent players and then that one player is just an absolute freak. He's going to be that in that Aston side. You can see it by a mile.
2: Yeah, like um, I don't know as well. Like obviously cause he played with Gerard. You might have a bit of respect for him, or Gerard might know how to get the best out of him. So hopefully he can get back to a bit of form. But what I was thinking is what what would be good is if Gerard just went. Fuck it! I'm getting the band back together. Suarez, people, people who are still playing. Suarez, Lalana. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if Martin Skirtle's still playing, but he'll definitely be able to do a job. Get <laughs> I love him everyone back. out. Divock,
0: right.
2: yeah, Joe Allen. Like, get that. Get the band back together. I mean, when the the centre back pairing of Martin Skirtle and Daniel Agger honestly it was the scariest <laughs> centre-back third I think the Premier League's ever seen
0: this game absolutely shite at times but yeah, it terrible. because no <laughs> no attacker wanted to go near him that's because, when you had King, King Kenny or Roy yeah. managing you it was just an absolute shit nice. show every
2: week yeah I love the um, the like comparison of like the front three then compared to now where i like Ricky Lambert up top <laughs> <laughs> we just like um, we just like bought the full Southampton side. He still did, yeah.
0: <laughs> but like oh, no, moved, you're going to move to the Wolves now because you've, yeah. you've got Jota. Probably a Darmatroyo might be making its way. Pick, pick off like teams that are in and around the 8th to ten mark in the Premier League and go, who's I their mean, best players? I'm, like Van Dijk
2: and Manet come from Southampton. Yeah, they, they've not done a bad job for Liverpool, them too. Oh, look. I'm not arguing with the tactics. It's obviously worked, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like a... Uh, this is... I'm not even going to say it. Uh, anybody else about any of the other... Uh, I just don't want to get us cancelled. Uh, about the other <laughs> football transfers.
0: Pat, you must be... Can I just... To... Uh, can I just please know who's Aaron Ramsey?
1: Aaron Ramsey? Aaron Ramsey?
0: As in the lad used to play for Juventus, uh, play for Arsenal, who's now at Juventus. Has yeah. gone from now Aston Villa on loan to Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got the wrong person. Ah, surely I have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: have you got the wrong? person? Has made, Pat made an incorrect note. Oh,
0: incorrect! It's like
2: <laughs> yes, no.
0: Well,
1: hold on. There might be two and Ramsey's. I think there's two Aaron Ramsey's here, mate. Yeah, there is. One is Aaron Ramsey, who is Jordan
0: Ramsey's brother, who plays for Aston Villa. And you just play for Aston Villa. Aaron Ramsey, the Welsh international, is still playing at Juventus.
1: Yeah, he earns three million quid a year. I don't think (laughs) something we are (laughs) going to quite. Unbelievable. That's good. That is uh... good.
2: That's, that's, how, old, how old said Aaron Ramsey that's gone to Cheltenham?
0: Must be young. Uh, 2003. What is that? So, 19, 20? Yeah, so 19. he's just a, a young wicker,
2: whippersnapper making his way going going, playing some first-team football somewhere. And Pat thinks it's a notable, no, <laughs> a notable <laughs> transfer
0: for us city. For- oh, yeah, that young lad <laughs> going out on one. To be fair, his brother played the United on at the weekend and his brother's a really, really good player. So hopefully part this this in this five, ten true. years, it could put to fruition. that. RMZ is good. Um yeah, other transfers, I don't really want to touch on the Everton transfers, I don't think it's even worth it. Um
1: Trippier, is it because you can't say his name?
0: <laughs> what Mikalenko? Oh.
1: Yeah, Mi- fair enough, nailed it. Trippier
0: and Chris Woods in Newcastle um, are you only allowed to sign people over the age of 30 or
1: yeah I think broadly that's the tactic isn't it um, <laughs> Thirteen
0: overpaid
1: I think we're going for Diego Carlos he's 28 he's um, from I Seville someone... yeah yeah Seville we need a centre-back desperately um, yeah well, you need a Chris Wood looked alright this weekend on forward what, centre-back? Yeah, you'd look all right in the middle of St James' I think I could do a job, couldn't I? Yeah.
0: He did pay £40 million for a striker and a player in his center uh, Jalinton? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean...
2: But did you see him when he was playing striker? I saw a tweet once and it was like, Newcastle have thought they've signed... Is he Brazilian? Yeah. yeah. Brazilian sensation Jalinton. <laughs> But they've actually signed Joel Linton, who
1: lives in Pikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe Linton. Yeah. The um, what was funny? He played well. Oh, he played well a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know who who from Sky Sports asked him, but they were like, that that might be like that might be the best game you've ever played. <laughs> you <They're> not saying <laughs> and he played centre mid. <laughs> <laughs> you're not saying to me like you're
0: not a bad player,
1: are you? And yeah, then something like yeah.
0: Sean Longstaff came in going. People give him too much stick, he's he's actually a really good player, you should see what he does on the training field. If he I mean, doesn't
1: do it on the pitch, and I suppose like one of the prerequisites for being a professional footballer is playing football yeah. on a football pitch during game time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can I we uh, please has anyone been watching any of the African preparations?
1: So I was gonna I was gonna bring this up actually, because it's I think it would be be pretty bad to do a sports podcast and not talk about it, and I think I, I've I seen genu- a lot of press.
0: I genuinely <laughs> think it deserves a podcast, a podcast in its own entity, in stuff that's gone on already. It's been going on merely a week.
1: I'm going yeah. to be honest; I, I'd have to watch some of it, I and I don't think I've watched combined over two minutes of it.
2: No, well, same, some- but I've just um, seen all the headlines, and all <laughs> of them look like they've been made up. Like yeah. all, all of them look like they're from like a, a mockumentary sketch show about a football
1: league. Like an goalkeeper, other... Ivory yeah. Coast goalkeeper dropping the ball <laughs> on the line is yeah.
0: No, Which I mean, as I
1: mean, well was... just looks terrible.
0: It looks. It honestly, some of the things that have gone on, you go. There's been some dodgy betting going on here.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, there's, there's a ref. I forgot what game it was the other day. He, he blew the whistle on the 85th minute. <laughs> the bomb fisher was, oh, you blew that too soon. It took him two minutes to decide. So then he re blew the whistle on the 87th minute to kick off. <laughs> and then, the actual final whistle on the 89th minute just called the game off.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's bad but, form. And
0: then
2: one of the teams refused to go back out. I think it was like Marley. They were losing anyway. They refused to go back out. Or it might have be been the other way around. And then the team that was winning were out on the pitch. The ref didn't go back out, so the fourth official had to ref it. Like it was just That's Mendels. Nuts. And as well, on the same day, one of the one of the nat- one of the wrong national anthems got played in the
1: stadium. That is bad. And I think yesterday oh, or the day
2: before there was a big scrap in one of the games. I think.
1: Was there? Oh, I have to get that on YouTube. I think like in some ways it's sad, like you know. They should also be able to play in tournaments and like they've they've not like Africa Cup of Nations hasn't been played for like a daft amount of time because of COVID and stuff. But like they're just mistakes that no one should be getting wrong. Like you can't be blowing like no one who's a FIFA qualified referee should be blowing up on the 85th minute. No, uh, I, I think
0: it's the way the game ran. I think yeah, I've got really flustered. I think he made like it was two polls that VAR overturned. And he re overturned it.
1: Well, as it yeah. said. So, said. I've asked, seen no, the video come... proof. Yeah. And I don't agree.
0: VR <laughs> said, come look at this. You know, just looks at the screen and goes, oh, no, I'm not going to look at it and just carry I on mean, playing. There's also a really funny video. of <laughs> look um, a guy, I think he was playing for like, Bik- is it Baku, Bik- Baku, or something like that? Is that yeah, right? Say, yeah. And, um, he was, he was good, they got two goals this disallowed but you should see how far offside he is it's absolutely hilarious I'll try and find it
1: So that's the Africa Cup of Nations covered then
0: <laughs> Yeah one one
2: other thing that I just want to say is they genuinely do have some of the best players in the world playing Oh yeah mad i Liverpool fan No but even like Liverpool fan <laughs> Does Mahrez not play?
3: Yeah Yeah
2: who else? There's a couple of others.
0: Aubameyang. Yeah, Maris. He's, oh, he 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 he's been um, sent back he to Arsenal back. because of heart problems, yeah. heart liaisons or something.
2: I don't know the word.
0: Enjoy um... that video in your own time, lads. well done. Right, I don't so know. Moving on remember. from football.
2: Yeah. After losing yeah. the whole continent of Africa. <laughs> yeah. After losing all zero African listeners. <laughs> all right, cricket. Uh, obviously, the Ashes have uh, finished yesterday. I was In my notes, originally, I would, would speak about the Ashes next week because the fifth test wouldn't have finished. But
3: obviously, England, <laughs> had some,
2: England had something to say about that. I just want to bring up two things before we get into the Ashes. The first one is Ross Taylor. Uh, played his last game for New Zealand last week. Uh, obviously, he's a batter, and um, he finished with a wicket. Uh, he took a wicket on the last ball of the test, his last test, which I think is good. Uh, what I didn't know is is um, the highest ever run scorer in tests and ODIs for New Zealand. Uh, That's a good start. He, I like that. Yeah, he just seems an. Or he just seems a great bloke. He just, like obviously all the New Zealand team all same great bloke. But I don't, him, like Williamson, and like obviously the rest of the New Zealand team, like I just enjoy watching them. They just all seem like proper, down to earth, good, good lads. Love a beer after the game. But yeah, I just wanted to give him a bit of a shout out because I think that's uh, a
0: good career. I think that holds well for Langerith though, doesn't it, in sports, being a a top low and love the beer, especially in sports like cricket?
2: Yeah. uh, and now the opposite of uh, top blokes. Uh, Virat Kohli stepped down as the uh, Indian test captain. Okay. Um, which, I don't know. I mean, I know that he obviously been replaced as the white ball captain. But I just wasn't expecting it. It just seemed just seemed a little bit rogue. Um, but I know that he's not been making the runs recently. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think of that? There's obviously, Alistair Cook stepped down as captain and then... We found a bit of form but do you think he's looking to do that or do you think he's
1: yeah? I mean I, run? I'll, I'll try my best to sort of uh, keep my emotions in there I think one thing before getting into a podcast I sort of wanted to make sure that I like would praise people like like your Ross Taylors but not slag anyone off too much because I don't think anyone deserves to be slagged off so I'll sort of leave what I think about Vera Curley at the door and just sort of come at this from a cricket fan perspective and um, I think cricket for professional cricketers is just too much of a burden. I think they play too much. I think the fact that it's played at a global level means that the lads are playing for too long and then it's just burning them out. I think that's one thing. So I think Vera Coley's just, he must just be knackered. So I think there might be an element of just him being absolutely smoked and, and being like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I mean, he's the oh. most
2: famous person in the second most populous nation on earth.
1: Yeah, exactly. That mustn't be easy. I mean, it doesn't excuse him from some of his behaviour. But, like, I think, you know, I think it must be difficult for him. I think white ball cricket is also where the money's at as well. So, he's just sort of, like, he's just cutting his losses a little bit, which is sad for the Red Bull game, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's no
2: doubting his ability. Oh, he's a brilliant cricketer. Yeah, but, yeah, I just, uh, I just didn't see it. Come in, and I don't know who, who would you who would you replace it? Who's been um, stepping in? Or oh, the guy that bots at five?
1: What's he called? I don't know, you know. I think who have we got in the, Let's just look at the current test team.
2: I'm sure he bats at five. he replaced him? Because you've got Kale, Rahul, Rahul and Rowitt opening. Pajara batting three, Coley four, and then overbox five. I can see him in my mind's eye. Who's got who skipped them recently, but who's what? Who's skippered them recently. Because I don't even think he played in the last test series.
1: To begin with a V. Are
2: you not are you not Dioring this now?
1: I'm trying I... to now, I'm just
0: finding it. I'm trying to Dior it. It seems... I was gonna see if there's any odds on Who's gonna be the next captain? It looks like Rahul looks to be leading yeah. the way. But that is off MSN.com, so who's buying
1: India fifth batsman? Rahane. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, he could be he could be a shout threat. I think I look at them though, like you could even make a case for someone like Rishabh Pant. Yeah, I saw Bumra today. They must be looking at the Australia, um, or the Pat Cummins approach to cricket yeah, fast captaincy,
2: bowling, fast bowling captain.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's worked, but like, I wouldn't say it's like a stroke of genius from the Australian team. I like, I don't think it would have taken much to beat the current England team. So, like, yeah, we could have put Kawaja in as captain and it wouldn't have made any difference. you want yeah.
0: the list of the top five most likely places? Yeah. So, Rohit Sharma. Yeah. kale Rahul. Yeah. yeah, Jasper Bumrah, Mad. Ashwin. That would be Rogue.
2: And Pant. Oh, well, the person, the Jinkie is just not in that list then. I don't <laughs> know what I'm on about.
1: Wouldn't be a bad shout having Pant as a wicketkeeper captain. I mean, oh. that, that's a pretty timeless combination. Did you see how we got though. out the other week, though? Yeah, but like the captaincy is not judged on how
2: we got out the other week. I was making smart decisions. And didn't he like dance down the wicket
0: when they needed to survive bat out the day in South Africa? Yeah, that's just silly. I think Sharma looks most likely, he's been vice captain for a while. And there's yeah. notes here saying the under his captaincy for Mumbai Indians, he's won the IPL five times. Yeah, that Mumbai team's like silly, silly good though. It
2: is that?
1: It has always been. I tell you what, though. I I think just something to touch upon it. It was on the India trend. They've been beaten two one by South Africa in a test series. There, you know, like is that saying something about South Africa, who probably don't often get a look in, like like India or by f- like probably, well, at least number two in terms of world's best teams at the moment. Yeah, I think um.
2: It was definitely a shock. I know that um, Australia, uh, South Africa had a couple of young players or more inexperienced players that stepped up. Uh, like I don't know. I mean, I could barely name you like five Man, South African yeah. Test cricketers at the minute. Obviously, yeah, you've just... got Rabada, uh, Yeah, uh, Ngidi, uh, the other Baspaola. Yeah. But then these other like even Quentin Cox retired.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly, mate. Elgar. Do you want me to give you a few names? Yeah, Dean Elgar. Elgar.
2: Is it yeah, Johnson or something like that? Uh, yeah, Marco I Johnson. His, yeah, I kept seeing his name pop up. But um, then they've but got like, like. I couldn't name
1: many. Uh, it's Kishav Maharaj. Oh uh, is he a spin bowler? Uh, he's a batsman bats three. Oh, Key, So he might, he might, he might bowl, but um. Keegan Peterson? No. Rassi van der Dusen? Oh, I've heard of him. D- Dusen, I don't know. Um, uh, Yeah. Oh. Uh, Tanda Bavuma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, and then Duane uh, Oliver. Oliver, yeah. Do
0: you want Oliver a bit about um, the Indian test captain? Yeah. It's been announced for Hoot Sharma. When was
1: that? That's, that's an interesting
0: shout. B-C-I-I named Rohit Sharma as a new test captain. We're going to make yeah. the official announcement right after the tour of South Africa,
1: so whenever that is. Oh, okay. Just to sort of, I think we've been avoiding the elephant in the room for a little while. Um, how, how does England fix this embarrassment of a uh, an away test series oh, honestly, Jonathan you thinks they should sack off county cricket
0: I was yeah. watching I was listening to we've um, seen the, the quite damning reports of what Joe Root's been saying about the state of pretty much test cricket back at home
2: yeah he said um, if a county cricketer comes into the test team it's in spite of test, uh, the county championship not because of it yeah, yeah
0: but and he said about using. He about using a different ball so they can get more people ball at ninety miles per hour sort of thing. Yeah, I mean just
2: just upping the standard. I know. I mean the the life of an England Test cricket fan is one that's certainly up and down to say the least. But I've never ever felt disappointment like this. These past. Few, this, this past it's season. embarrassing, isn't it? Because it's not like we've gone down to Australia in the past and they've been scoring five six hundred runs on flat roads and just playing their conditions well, and we've just not been able to like replicate it. But and the bowlers have been getting flack, and I don't know why Australian batters have like there's a, a couple of them that have done well, like one of them have stepped up each game. But none yeah. of them have been getting big double hundreds. Like when like last time we played down there and Steve Smith was just like nobody could get him out. The it's unplayable, is not it? Yeah, and I just think that if we were gonna win in away Ashes in the next ten years, when Australia played like that, it was gonna be that. Australia bowlers obviously stepped up, but yeah, agreed. England batters or English batsmen, they were just just woeful going from 64 for none to being old, bowled out for 120 odd. It's just, it's embarrassing. It is yeah. genuinely embarrassing.
0: I've got a few queries. From, like, um, I'd say a bit of an outside cricket. Like, from what I've seen, like, why didn't Zach probably start from Test 1?
1: I'm not going to slag him off, but. I, I think the uh, yeah poor selection should uh, pope shouldn't i don't think pope should have gone based on his his performances sacroli and and um names escape me now uh, hasib Hamid has like they, they they were for me both the best starters. the problem the problem with england going to australia is you need you need such a solid opening partnership to be able to see off at least the first like few overs i think the problem with england is they've played with the it's like they've almost played with the the algorithm a bit too much like they've played with the equation like they've they've got they've got a, a, you know 11 11 men to play a game of cricket and like they you need some form of structure there, and I think the team the teams changed so much over like the last three years, which in some ways it can work, but in other ways like it didn't it didn't create any like stalwarts. Like you need a much, a, a, in my opinion, a, a, a lot so, more more sort of solid upper upper order of the button.
0: They played Moneyball too much.
1: Yeah to an extent I just think there's been too much disruption so like before they we went to Australia they didn't have enough time to like play as one team in a fairly sort of sort of structured solid solid squad base in 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 some ways it's been changed too much but they, they say it's like cuz they're selecting on form and they're not you know just choosing the same lads I think like there's a balance to be struck there and I think they've gone too too far in one direction Do the Aussies play a lot more test t- t-
0: cricket over there ends
2: up? I don't think so. Like, great, like, Sheffield Shield, like, five-day
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think... did they play lots more, though, Jed, or is it sort of similar to the county championship?
2: No, I don't... I think because, I think the main thing is because they've only got, what, seven teams? Six teams? Something like that? Not many, yeah. Like, Six states or seven states that actually play. Like all of the teams will have three, four people who have played in for Australia in them. Yeah. Or are currently playing for Australia. And I know that uh, part you said before that uh, Jonathan Agnew had said get rid of count like county cricket as it is now. Like, would it be better having a different level? having like the same franchise as 100 playing in a five-day tournament or a four-day tournament and yeah. then have kind of your county championship as the second tier?
1: I think so. I think like the game, yeah, I think that's fair. But I think one thing that you'll get loads of pushback on is like a lot of the counties make money from having players associated with them that play for England. And I think like if you were to take that like if you were to siphon off that top tier of player to play in the hundred equivalent or like to play for the teams like a franchise teams in like a a sort of smaller test style like you know you go to Durham on a night of a 2020 when like Mark Wood and Ben Stokes are playing and like there's there's literally hundreds of children lining up to get their little like, books filled out at the end. Like, like you go walk around the ground and Mark Wood and Ben Stokes are on all the posters. Like, I think if you were to remove them and, and contract them to someone else other than Durham, like, arguably, you just started to kill the county game.
2: But you, you could still do that. Like, they could still... It could be, like, the 100 where they literally just go for, like, two months. Like yeah, so I, play, I think... In some ways, I think...
1: I think like chunking up the seasons probably a sensible thing to do. So like between these weeks, you're going to just blitz like county be championship. Between these weeks, you're then going to go into like a regional based four day game. But like it'll be quite intense. And it comes back to like our professional is professional cricket trying to take on too much. Like the British summer is not long enough to sustain the amount of tournaments that they're they're proposing and also currently playing.
2: Yeah, so that's. I mean, I know everyone gave the hundred a lot of flack, and what I thought the hundred did for the women's game was phenomenal, brilliant. I don't think it did it for the men's game, but that is because coming back to your point, like everyone's playing too much. Like, do we look at the B, uh, BCCI, and like Indian centrally contacted contracted players can't play in any franchise tournaments outside of India? Like, do we do we say that, or do we say you can only play in one? You can either pick the BBL, the PSL. Like the problem with the IPL is it's been played in like May. That's when the county championships starting. So like the yeah. players who want to play
0: for England aren't playing the IPL. You I think it's all about April. all turns around into like what lines of pockets of players. Like what would appear in all three sort of foreign leagues do in comparison to just playing for England at county level?
3: You've got to think
0: the about pro- England's focus, see how much England focus on the T20s and the
1: one days. I suppose the problem you've got there, though, is like the Red Bull, the Red Bull game's struggling enough as it is. If you then sort of put those impingements on a player, they're obviously just going to pick the stuff that gives them the most money and that will just kill, that will then just kill Red Bull cricket. But the, prob- like, the problem is you can't, you can't sell red ball cricket like you can white ball Like the reason that 100 works so well is you could go for an afternoon and watch two games of cricket it was family friendly like that's like you couldn't I don't think you could have made the advances in raising the awareness for the women's like women's cricket in the UK without having a men's game like I know that sounds awful but like I think they all needed to be double headers in order to sort of build that um, build that up I also think on the back of probably
0: naming naming a few other sports is for a particular type of like one sport or four Test cricket to succeed, you need the national team to be thriving. To probably like very 2005, like when they won the Ashes, how much of a boom like England cricket was and probably like Test cricket was. It's like way in 2003 when Rugby Union won the World Cup. It just like we we galvanised the sport completely, and I think. If you went, even some cricket fans are go watch the game of Test cricket. Now you go, oh, why would I do that? It's just if it's if if, England, if the national team aren't very good, imagine going down to like Durham County and watching
1: that. Well, the thing is, no one does. Like the people that yeah. watch LV County Championship, Brad predominantly wear fishing hats and socks and sandals. Uh, and there's I, like to be, forty of them. To be fair, on this note, like moving back to Manchester. And
2: being obviously close to Old Trafford. I do want to get a few county championship days in or like this summer just to try and do my bit because I hate seeing Test cricket in this state. And I know that a lot needs to be done in its way outside of my knowledge bracket. But like I love going and watching cricket. We used to go and watch Jesmond cricket club all the yeah. time when we were at unit. There's nothing yeah. better than than the day start of the cricket. I agree I don't think I don't
0: think yeah I don't think I don't think you're the target though I think probably like someone like me who doesn't really watch cricket but actually likes sport for them to get into sort of into cricket no yeah but literally like when Pat said nobody watches it you will go to a
2: county championship game and there'll be about 50 people there
1: (laughs) yeah there'll be like dog walkers who've popped in to like see what what, what the fuss is about genuinely like it, it it just doesn't attract crowds but maybe there's a case to say that competition you know you if you start with competitions like the hundred you create a following for cricket of followers that typically haven't been involved that then eventually become interested you know it's a bit of a gamble but what you say is oh well if you like the hundred you'll like this one day te- you know you'll like this one gig one day game between these counties or these these nations, and then if you like one day, you might like the sort of test cricket. I think I don't know. it It's a real... It is a problem for the, the ECB, not me. I,
0: I, I, don't, I think it's probably like bi-national too, like, look at the crowds at the Ashes. Yeah, that that's the thing, like,
2: the ECB needs, like, it's in their best interest to keep test cricket alive because... Mm. Every four years, when the ashes come here, they sell out five grand oh. for five days.
0: The ashes was like you flick it on, and it'd be more empty seats than seats filled. Which is which. I even I was looking at, what is happening here? Like, what well, is there somewhere into it? So
1: they've made poor decisions over the ECB. So like they'll have like you know in the past they've done things like they've had Sri Lanka over to play in May in the UK. And like the weather's been a bit dodgy, it's been cold, Sri Lanka haven't turned up. And it's like, why are we do, like why are we doing this? Like Durham nearly went under because of that, because essentially the game was done and dusted in three days. Like yeah. if you if you want the Red Bulls game to survive, you've got to create the opportunities to like get a bit of money through the door and get crowds going. Like no one's gonna like imagine if